0: All right, now welcome into a new episode of the Fanatics. I'm right here with Freddie. I'm your host or co-host, actually Christian. So last episode we talked about what do we talk about, Freddie? We're gonna bring him up the fantasy football draft that we're gonna have. A little so info
1: on our on selection, our placement in the draft. What we think about certain running backs, wide receivers. A little um,
0: news update about. Leonard Fournette joining the Bucks. And then we'll kind of take a little look at like NFC West and see. And we're going to compare the NFC West to the NFC South to see what's the harder division because they're both pretty stacked. So um, first of all, we're going to go with our, our draft selection. So what selection did you get? I mean, I already know what it is, but you know, go ahead and tell everyone else. I got lucky and I got number two. Every time, dude. Every time. This is why, you, this is Not what helps even. you win, dude. You, I you. think last year I was like five, bro. That's still good. I know. What was that last year? Bro, you're a turtle. You're always going to get 10. Yeah, I'm always last. We're in a 10-person league and I'm and I'm last again, unfortunately. So, you know, that kind of sucks. But, you know, thank thanks, Ching, you know, our commissioner for giving us, you know, the great results that he gives us every year, of course. I get the shit one. I mean, he got the ninth pick, so I can't... I don't know. He offered to trade you. He did, but <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to trade for the ninth. Fuck that. No. I'm over that. Um, But, so, I have a couple running backs that I kind of like and dislike that I'm going to bring up. Um, so, running backs that I like. The obvious one is Saquon Barkley. I think Saquon, he's going to do really good with um, this upcoming season. Having actually fucking Daniel Jones from the entire season... And um, I don't know. I, I have a better feeling w- with the Giants. And they're not going to fucking win, obviously. But, uh, you know, Saquon's going to put numbers. Austin Eckler, he killed it for me last year. You know that shit. He killed it for me. Yeah. Cause, so because of Melvin Gorin being out. But he was still... He killed it Good dude. all year He 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 really carried it for me So him Is he going to be
1: the number one this year? Number
0: one, yeah Okay He's nice. going to be number one I, uh, I If you can stay healthy Ooh Yeah, no, I think uh, I forget who the other guy is But he he's also pretty good too They're um, they're number two Yeah, he, he balled out a couple games, right? I, that's a why little they, bit, yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's why they let go of Melvin Gordon Because they, they were like, yeah, whatever, dude Fuck it, we got two studs over here mm-hmm. Um, Nick Chubbs for Cleveland, though I don't know, man I like him I like him I, I, I honestly First first two years I was kind of like Staying away from him mm-hmm. But After last year And I'm like Damn Like honestly Like I know Cleveland's always shit And they disappoint a lot But For some weird reason I got like a weird feeling about it Like I don't know Like Call me stupid But I just have a good feeling about Nate Chubbs Yeah um, And then the guy who <laughs> Who you tried to desperately trade For me last year And I just had to say no
1: Loyal Niner fan my ass Picking a Raider
0: Raider running back. So? (laughs) What's the problem? It's not like we're rivals, you know? There has to be a rivalry. They're in Vegas now. Yeah, they're in Vegas. It never was a rivalry, you know? There has to be some competitiveness for there to be a rivalry. Yeah, sorry, Raider fans. Okay, now we're going to have Raider slander. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love it. Yes. That's my life in a nutshell, everyone. Um, Running backs, I dislike Joe Mixon. I don't have faith in the Bengals they just I don't know I don't have faith in them
1: I, mean, I don't know I think I think I think he'd be a, he's a sleeper Joe I think if, Joe um, Burrow AJ Green more can stay healthy and okay. Mixon's on the floor with um, Joe Burrow I think it could be a nice
0: little who's the other receiver definitely another one who's pretty good too oh yeah 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 it's, 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 it's like something the third right or second was it Henry Ruggs I think is it no no, I, no Henry Ruggs the Raiders yeah he's with the Raiders um, I can't remember the like, name. Wow, I me. Mean. I feel kind of embarrassed right now. I don't know who that is. Uh, uh, good job, well, Turtle. There you go. And that's perfect timing. You know. Okay. Uh, Dalvin Cook, I dislike too because he ju- he is just got paid or he needs to get paid, right? I, I don't know, but but here's the thing. He, last season was his first season where he actually played well. I mean, he he. I don't think he was hurt, right? He wasn't uh, really hurt for the majority of the season, like like he was uh, last two years or, yeah, or last year. Hurt. He had a good season last year. But I don't trust him. I feel like an injury is coming. I don't wish an injury on no one. But... Dalvin Cook has a history and... Oof. I don't know. He's not going to be cooking in my league. I don't know. Last one, Miles Sanders. (laughs) Okay, so I actually had Miles Sanders in my league last year. And he really did not perform for me. I kind of just stashed him so you guys wouldn't have him. (laughs) But... Yeah, those were... (laughs) Those are the my dislikes for running back. I don't I don't know what you think about my likes and dislikes on them, and any guys you kind of disagree on. No,
1: they're pretty. I mean,
0: actually, Dalvin
1: might have to play really hard this year because
0: I think he's on a contract year. Is he? I think so. Well, I mean, he yeah. I don't know. What if he gets traded though? If if do you see Minnesota trading him if he, if he kind of just doesn't do anything? Mm, I feel like he's a great running back,
1: but I, I don't know. Anything can really happen in this league. I mean, Fournette got dropped. He didn't even get traded, and I feel like Fournette is a— I had him last year, and he was a great running back for me, and this is a perfect way to transition to Fournette. What do you think? Why'd they drop him? Oh,
0: Fournette, why'd they drop him? Um, He's injured a lot, and— He wasn't injured all year last year, right? Well, he was injured on and off, I think. I think he played every game, though. I think he had injuries, but I think he played every game. But, I mean, even before that, like, the the other seasons, he's had some. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. He's had some injuries. I traded for him last year. Yeah, he, I mean. He he, balled for me. I
1: wanted Joe Mixon. Good thing I didn't get him. (laughs) No, don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, no. Shout out to Jesse for hooking me up with Fournette.
0: Yeah, uh, don't do that this year no more. But Leonard Fournette, I don't know. I think it was just kind of, like, he wasn't. Like, he was good. He was producing this last season. But the other years, he wasn't really doing much. What has the team done? Their biggest, um, I guess, like. Their biggest mark was making it to, like, the, the AFC championship game, which I honestly think it was a fool. It was that defense. It was it had nothing to do with the offense taking them to the AFC championship game. It was that fucking defense. That was when they had, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Be- yeah b- Before yeah. they traded him to, uh, yeah. to the Rams. So, I mean, that's what I kind of think. But do you think that him joining Brady in Tampa is going to make them feel you know, the favorites to win in the NFC South. Mm. When you have like the Carolina Panthers. Weren't they already the favorite? Um, I think well I think with Brady, they they, they always they, they, they always they, ride they, Brady. They might have been, but honestly, I still I think it helps out, but I don't know because
1: they also have um Shady McCoy. They have Shady McCoy and they have that other running back, uh tip of my tongue, but I can't remember right now.
0: You know what uh what, what the Tampa Bay Bucks kinda of remind me of? Hmm. So they re- they remind me of the football version of the Golden State Warriors. Why? Dude, they got fucking Chris Godwin in the receiver with uh with, with uh, Mike Evans. They have um, I think they still have Cameron Bray and OJ Howard. Ronald the Jones the second. That's what I was trying to say. Ronald Jones II, second, Fournette, Shady and the freaking and the back. I think it's gonna they's- be running by Running back by committee, maybe how like the Niners did it. It'd be pretty yeah. smart. I mean, that'd be that'd be perfect. You keep mm-hmm. you keep uh, Fournette. They will all stay healthy. <laughs> Healthier, uh, shady. I mean, I feel like shady'd be the third, I their third string or something.
1: I don't know. Maybe like for a, uh, a, short, no, second, a short run. A short second. run. Short run. I think he'll be in there. He maybe,
0: maybe. big. Well, so is Fournette. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Yeah. Forget. So I mean, it depends. I think you know he'll be the second. And I think Ronald will be. The, I think Ronald Jones the third will have to like play like spectacular for him to get like um, more playing time because they are two pretty big guys like playing ahead of them, mm-hmm. Um but do you still think they're going to be favorite? Do you, win, so. do you think they'll win? I think What they, the, the, the the division? I think
1: so because um they played really good. I mean, they played really good last year because their defense started picking up at the end, mm-hmm. and um they had the thirty turnovers, dude. Like, it's hard to win when you your quarterbacks puts you in danger every game. And Brady has been known not to put a team in danger. And he comes up clutch on drives when they need him the most. Yes, he's aging, but he has two, like you said, two of the stud wide receivers, uh-huh. Evans and um, Godwin. And he also he's going to hopefully have Gronk if he can put on weight because I heard he's it's it's hard for him to put on weight right now.
0: And he also has Bray, right? Cameron Bray. Cameron yeah. Bray. And oh, man, um Dude, Howard. I forgot about Gronk. Dude, I said OJ, and I said fucking Cameron Bray, and I left out Gronk. You see, that's what I mean. Golden State Warriors—they have fucking like they're deep everywhere. Yeah, and I and their defense was good at, towards the end of the year too.
1: So I mean, if they can protect Brady and Brady can stay healthy and the whole team stays healthy, I don't
0: I don't see why not how they won't win the division. So even if the Saints have like the like the easiest schedule out of the four teams in the division, you still think Brady's going to take it? Because I mean, honestly, so I I did the I ran through all the teams that the, that the Tampa Bay Bucks are going to play. And I can see them going twelve and four, but it wouldn't I wouldn't be mind blown if they go eleven and five. I also see the Saints going eleven and five. I see them going about like the same, like record wise. And I I have them splitting a game. I don't I don't think no one's gonna sweep each other.
1: Okay. Um. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean yeah. Brady
0: has done a lot in. No Belichick now. Yeah, no Belichick now too. It'll be kind of interesting to see so so nfc west i mean and, and nfc south is stacked right mm-hmm. so nfc west is is i think probably if not the next strongest and if not the next strongest in the strongest division do you think what do you think is the hardest uh, i don't know what do you see coming out of the nfc west Do you think Niners are gonna come out I think it's uh it's split between um, the Seahawks
1: and the Niners, honestly. But the Niners have the fourth toughest schedule. They do. And I don't know how they're going to do it without... They don't have Debo's hurt. He, he just returned to practice. He just returned to practice? He just returned to practice. Like
0: full clear? Uh, I don't know about full clear, but I know that they got like two of uh, him and, and like a couple others or... They just got to practice uh if not today then it was yesterday. Okay, that's that's some
1: good news, but they also lost some um, that veteran um Sanders.
0: Yeah, they did Sanders. Sanders was they playing did.
1: pretty good, and but their their biggest weakness honestly is Garoppolo, and people could hate me for that. But literally Garoppolo was literally like this in the Super Bowl.
0: What if I told you that Garoppolo outplayed Patrick Mahomes for three quarters of the of the Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, but there's four quarters in the Super Bowl, right?
0: There's four quarters.
1: And who got the win?
0: I don't like you no more. <laughs> <laughs> Why does everyone do this to me, man? I'm just a Niners fan, anyways. What's the tougher division? I honestly, I'm just looking at these two divisions. I'm kind of like shit. Who? Who? They're like, both. I think I, they're literally the same. Honestly, like they're pretty much tied. Like, yeah. I, I'm like who. I don't even know who's going to make the playoffs. Like, just these two divisions are stacked. Like, obviously, you need to have fucking Cowboys or or Eagles come out on one of them. And you need to have, like, I think Green Bay or the Vikings come out the other one. But I'm like, dude, besides that, like, I feel like most of these teams are, if not as good or better than, like, the other freaking teams. Yeah. But I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see. But um, our draft
1: is Saturday, so
0: next episode hopefully we'll let you know a little bit about who we drafted and why. Yeah, and uh, so if you see any of, if you hear us in a bad mood, then you kind of know what happened. And I'm gonna call, I'm gonna come full rant, full rant mode. If I get screwed, I'm a full rant on this thing. Just know. But on that note, uh, we're gonna take a little break, and then we're gonna come back, and we're actually gonna transition to the NBA. All right, so. We had the first round finally come to an end. The West Took
1: freaking long enough.
0: Seven games for the Utah Jazz and for the Rockets and Thunder to finish off their series. But honestly, though, I'm not mad. They were probably the one of the most entertaining series that I feel like I can remember. Just based off of like, you know, the excitement of it. You have two freaking young guys, Denver and Utah, Donovan and Murray going head to head, playing out of their freaking mind. And then you have on the other series, the underdog, the the team that got a 4% chance to make the playoffs, the Thunder, led by CP3, going against James Harden and fucking Westbrook, two former MVPs, And they took them to seven games. And honestly, they, I mean, I'm going to give my take on it when we get to it. But first, we're going to go ahead and talk about Denver and Utah. Um, Can you believe donovan and murray both cooled off when they were playing at an elite level scoring wise i I mean i'm not surprised i mean dude the amount of energy it took for them to go to pop off for them i mean specifically for donovan like it was just him on that team for for like the most part at least like murray like you know if he doesn't go off you know Jokic is still gonna put up numbers he still still went off every game that they needed to except for this last one well, yeah, because he couldn't. So then, that's when I mean, Jokic picked. You know, he he was like, don't, not not no knock on Murray, but you know his teammates had his back. Yeah, and for I mean sure. he did have the the more complete team and and on paper the better team too.
1: But Spider Mitchell has the defensive the ex defensive player of the year.
0: <laughs> okay, Rudy kind of redeemed himself in like. The, what, like the last two quarters of the, like the seven, yeah, the second half. He kind of redeemed himself. He started playing better. He actually played really good defense, except that, you know, he ultimately got the fucking last bucket score on him. That, that little baby hook that Jokic Jokic hit with 28 seconds left in the fourth quarter. (sighs) And I mean, if you're Defensive Player of the Year, like, I mean, you should realistically not let that shit happen, right? Not, I mean, if you're a former Defensive Player of the Year... You shouldn't let your opponent average over twenty something points every, you know, for a series in the playoffs. That's just my take on it. That's why he didn't win it this year. I mean, he didn't deserve it. I don't even know why he was even a candidate. I mean, AD should have won it, no cap. Um, but I don't know. They missed. They they missed that really crucial. I mean, it was. I don't know. It could have. It could have changed the momentum of the game. That call on on Gobert. Did you, um, the one with Mason Plumlee, did you see that one? Like no. towards the, towards the very end. No, elaborate. So Mike Conley had the ball. It was like towards the end of the fourth quarter, and um, I think they threw it up down low to um, to Gobert, where he grabbed it, turned around really quick, and dunked it. And Plumlee went to contest it. So Plumlee, when he contested it, he actually smacked him in the face. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a straight up you know and one. Yeah. You know whether Rudy would make it or not. You know that's. You know, who knows the 50% shooter from, from there, but he made his last two free throws that he took in the fourth. But I mean, I don't know. I have a feeling that if he would have made that that momentum of the game, like it. I don't know if it would have led to Jokic making that move. I don't know if it would have led them to having, you know, their energy, um, you know, coming down or, or anything. But yeah, it's just I don't. I don't know. The officials seem like they've just been very inconsistent with their calls. Yeah, for real. Especially the last two games yesterday. And I mean, playoffs, you would think that they would have like, you know, they would have the replay in use.
1: Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, on, now like, that they have it. And like, it's like you no know, fans. I mean, like they should take a little more time to check stuff. But I mean, when have you re- have, when have you seen the ref go back on a foul call unless they can do a coach's challenge?
0: And, and, you're, and you're right, though. You, you have a point. I just think that, you know, uh, like, Adam Silver, he needs to take a look at, you know, kind of the rules and stuff. Because I feel like if it's within two minutes, I mean, like, you know, two, two three minutes at the end of the game. If it's, like, crucial and it's, like, really tight and it's a game, you know, it's deciding the series, then officials should look at the calls. Because if it's going to be determining, you know, whether they win or lose, then... That's the time where I feel like it's appropriate for them to make sure they get the right call.
1: They do that with out-of-bounds plays, which I think is enough because players complain of about every call. And for them to check every call up and down the court in the last two minutes, like if they look crucial and they're going to be mm-hmm. complaining, I mean, they kind of lose their—they um, cry wolf too much, you know? Yeah. Oh, I got fouled. I got fouled. Ref, Ref, I got fouled. Like, if you keep hearing that, they're going to be like, No, just, like, just play. Just play. It's the playoffs. You're going to get hit. The intensity changes. You got to just be able to take the hit and and play through it, you know? Okay. Um. Impressively, Spider Mitchell led a 16-point comeback,
0: but he didn't have enough to seal the game. I mean, it's t- I mean, it's freaking hard when you're the only one really just, you know, doing all the scoring on your team. They only had, it was 78 to 80, you know? So that's like, nine, that's what, like 80s? Basketball, like in the '80s, like low scoring, like that. That was some teams score that halfway through the third quarter. Clippers against the, or what was it? it? I think it was the. Uh, well, the Clippers scored you know, like one
1: fifty something it, on the. It was Nug- t-
0: on, the, on the Toronto Mavs. against the Nets. Toronto against the Nets. I think it was like they had seventy points in the half or sixty. Oh really? Against the Nets, the Nets had like I think thirty six. Ouch. Yeah. So I mean, it, it was really low scoring, but I'm not surprised. I mean, Denver was the better team. They you were know,
1: the better team on paper, yeah. but it was just crazy what Utah was able to, like...
0: Yeah, Utah pushed them. They don't them. fight for it. Yeah, they, they made <clears> them <throat> earn that win. So, I mean, yeah, you know, U- Utah lost. Donovan couldn't do it all, but on all honesty, I think it makes for a better series. Denver against the Clippers. How
1: good of a series, though, if they're going to be
0: gassed from seven games? Better than it would have been if Utah was playing the Clippers, gassed, playing seven games. True. True. I mean, you're not wrong. But I'm saying Denver should have beat this and had this game in five. Denver should have taken advantage. I think Denver came into the series. um, Too lackadaisical. Yeah. I think they they thought it was going to be a little easier than what it was. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's going to lead to the next and final closeout. Of the first round the Rockets beard Brody teaming up against the guy that got traded away for Brody CP 3 um, he was playing exceptional basketball for the cu- last couple games Thunder were like the, they were they were rated as the most clutches team in the NBA this season yet their only big name is like CP 3 Chris Paul who was kind of just thrown away there traded away and they had a 4% chance of making the playoffs. Now, the last eight games, CP didn't take a shot. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. About like eight minutes or so, they didn't take a shot. You're the main guy on the team. You're the president of the Basketball Association, the Players Association. You're the guy with the, um, what's it called? The The insurance commercials. You're, you're that guy, you're that dog, you're the one that's never been to a finals and you have something to prove. Yet, with eight minutes to go, he didn't take a shot. And I'm, I think he said, um, what did he say? He said that some people were built for this and some yeah, people weren't. Yeah, in
1: game six, because they won, he was riding high. He said that all he wanted was a chance. And some people are built for this and some people aren't. Kind of taking a shot at James Harden, I
0: think. He tried to, but I guess then he he really bit the bullet on that one because he showed that he's not the one ready for that. But um, yeah. Dorg, I told you last last time that he was MVP for. For the for the Rockets, but actually he looked like Clay Thompson. He almost you he almost made you eat your words, dude. He did. He started shooting. Yeah, I think he scored six threes that game, and he had a chance to win it. He did. And, and Thunder Thunder blew it. Honestly, Th- Thunder. This was Thunder's game to terrible, lose. Terrible execution. I think I think the Thunder lost this game more than the Rockets won it. I completely agree. Yeah, they they, they definitely lost it. You know they had they got the momentum. They were up. Shea hit it. Uh, hit the shot that they thought was going to give him the lead. Then P.J. was in the corner. They hit P.J. P.J. literally only had five points in the whole entire game. All he does is freaking just shoot corner threes. I don't know. If, did he shoot that corner three? Or was it that, that floater that he ran up and hit? P, I think P.J. Yeah, pull. he hit a shot that put him up. And then that last play blows my freaking mind. Steven Adams is seven feet, and he doesn't run to the fucking... He goes to the three-point line like if he's no, a shooter.
1: But did you not see the... He was open under the rim. Yeah, he was open under the rim. And they don't throw it to your big man when James Harden's
0: on him. But they don't even... But the thing is, they didn't... Use, I feel uh, like that's a that's a coaching thing, too. Like, a, I mean... I know, think a, CP3
1: a, should be the guy saying, Hey, we got to use this guy. I mean, you used DeAndre Jordan. You made him a max player oh, at yeah. one point in this league. You should be able to use Steven Adams. And abused the rocket small ball. But you didn't.
0: The thing is. When I look at Steven Adams. I see this big huge center. Who reminds me of Aquaman. And. Then when I watch him play. And I stay, start paying more attention. And looking a little more closely. I start to notice something. He reminds me. He reminds me of one of my friends. Pitbulls. So it's a big dog Right. But he thinks he's a chihuahua. He doesn't realize how big he is. Steven Adams needs to get that big body of his and go down in the paint. The tallest guy on the freaking court, I think, was 6'8", six, 6'9", six, Robert Covington, who was playing, I think, power or small forward. The guy on him, PJ, was 6'5". He's got 7 inches on him. Um, I feel like that helped him lose the game, not utilizing him well. And also, CP, you're the guy. Take that fucking technical. Yeah, you're the you're the point guard. You're you're a great free throw shooter. What? You're, Where, you're, where's the problem? You're, you're the leader. Like if it was if it was Curry, you expect Curry to take it. If it was Dame, you take you expect Dame to take it. If it was Kyrie, you expect Kyrie to take it. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you want if you want to be that guy and you're that you're that dude. If the Rockets were gonna take the free throw, it'd be James Harden. It'd be James Harden, Yeah, all the way. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be Westbrook. It'd be fucking Harden. And then if you know, and he's a good free throw shooter. Yeah, if you're if you're a guard and you and you can shoot, you're taking that shot and you're leader of the team. Like Jamal Murray, if it was a t- it was a technical, he would take it. Mm-hmm. And you know, it kind of when I was watching that, I was kind of looking at it like you know, as great as CP is, the one thing is that I noticed is that when Murray and Mitchell were down the stretch in games. They ran and they demanded the ball. They wanted it. They wanted yeah. it more. They, want they are built for it. CP wasn't looking for it. He wanted... I don't know if he wanted to build the t- confidence of the rest of the guys or, or what it was, but... Do that in the next series. He, just he, win this damn game, yeah. you know? Like, I'm like, dude, if, like, anything, just shut up the Rockets, and then you got bragging rights on, on Harden. But that didn't happen. Rockets won, and they moved on advanced. so they're going to go ahead and play the Lakers... I still give the Lakers the edge, not because of bias, but just because I don't see them containing A D.
1: Lakers and six.
0: Yeah. I I, I think Lakers and Six sounds about right. I I don't think five, i w I'm gonna give the Rockets a little bit more than, than just one game. Um But yeah, I don't know. I just it didn't sit well with me.
1: A D better be that dog that I know he could be, because we need it. A D He needs
0: to just make them all look like little boys there because he's damn near a seven footer he's basically seven feet he's got like a freaking seven something wingspan like he's
1: he can hit the mid-range he can post up he can occasionally hit the three he's been shooting crazy good from the mid-range the first yeah, series like
0: he, like if he does a face up on uh on pj he has to hit it mm-hmm. and like if pj
1: bites he can go right around him
0: because he's not slow exactly like, like it should it this series should really be, you know, AD and needs to put his name on the map and be like, this is a series that's gonna define me of being finally like, shutting up the critics. Like, yeah, I'm that guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead this team, and I'm gonna stop playing timid because that's what he's been doing. He's been really timid when he's plays. he plays. Not the
1: last couple games though. Okay, last I mean,
0: game he wasn't, but you know, for the majority of the season, he's kind of playing oh, like for sure, for sure. timid, second fiddle to to LeBron. But I feel like he needs to not be timid because I feel like LeBron will kind of. He's going to get his shots, but LeBron's also, like, if he sees AD demanding the ball and being very aggressive, oh, dude, LeBron's going to get him that ball, like, for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's very unselfish. He's going to get him that ball.
1: Two two last questions for you. Huh? Put you on the
0: spot right now. Okay. Go
1: ahead. How much? Okay, who do you... Okay, uh, it's three. Who's going to guard LeBron?
0: Covington, right? Who's going to guard him? Um... I, I would say it, it have to be it have to be covington
1: right because pj's gonna guard ad if P- Or they're gonna like switch off probably
0: right i think i think pj cup guards ad but they're gonna be they're gonna lay off the shooters though so they there's gonna be double teaming happening because they're not gonna they're not going to stay too close to whoever... If Caruso's on there, if Rondo's playing on there, they're, they're going to lay off of, of one shooter for sure. So that's where I think they're you're going to see the Rockets um, kind of trying to double-team AD and LeBron. They're going to try to, like, set their... I don't know. They're going to try to set something up where they can just double-team without them biting themselves in the ass because Lakers can't shoot a lick of threes. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes, but... You know. Um... But yeah, I mean, ultimately, yeah, I think Lakers are going to win. I don't, I don't see anything else changing from that. So take a break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about two Eastern Conference semifinal games. We're going to talk about the the Celtics and the Raptors, which we actually, while we're recording this, the first game or was it the third game just had ended. Um, so we're going to we'll talk, probably talk about that and then we're going to finish it off with the Bucks against... He
1: And my second question is um is LeBron going to be able to dominate? Is LeBron going to be able to dominate even if they try to double team him or do you think LeBron's nice. going to get his like he normally does or do you think the Rockets are going to you think the Rockets are going to hold LeBron and AD and everybody else has to step up?
0: So me, if me just looking at it thinking about you know the players what sh- should happen? He should be dominating. You know, he, he's the biggest guy is, is going to be Covington. Well, Covington's the, a great defender, the, and they're the same height. But he's not. he doesn't have the strength that LeBron has. PJ's got the strength that could probably kind of keep up with LeBron a little bit. But um, they don't really have, If you know, they can't really lay off of it too much. So, you know, I think AD's going to have a really good time. With uh, going against the Houston Rockets, because if they double if they double LeBron, then he has to be under the basket or somewhere nearby to finish it off. Like it's just that's what it's gonna have to come down to. Like you know they gotta have to be disciplined, stay in their position. Um, but if they do that, I think LeBron can still get hit. I think this, I think this favors him more than if they were playing the Thunder just because of Steven Adams, mm-hmm. that rim presence. And final question. Will the Lakers start AD
1: and a center? Another big okay, against the Rockets' small ball. Hart, so, I mean, your your opinion, do you think they'll start a center?
0: Honestly, what I think they'll do, I mean, I think they'll...
1: Because it's been known that
0: AD hates playing the center. I know he hates playing the center, but, he, but hear me out. This is what I think will work really well with them. I think will work really well is having AD play center, have Kuzma as the power forward, then you have LeBron as the point forward, and you can have, obviously, Danny Green slotted in there. Um, and then if you want to throw, I don't know. KCP
1: have run off the bench.
0: KCP, fuck it. You put KCP in. But I think that's going to be effective because you have if you have AD as the the center. He's going to be near the basket. But I think even if you play him like, you know, Twin Towers. Okay, so if Covington guards. Covington and, uh, and PJ are going to have to guard one or the other. Meaning... That Daniel House, Westbrook, or Harden are going to have to pick up LeBron. Yeah. Now, now, Harden's been playing really good defense. But I don't expect you to play good defense against LeBron. Like, let's be real. That's like, a free train.
1: Yeah, and I mean, yes, he's playing good defense. But he's not one-on-one defender. He's, he's not be- going to stop your best guy. He's he gonna, plays good yeah. help defense. Yes. And occasionally, yeah, he'll go block a shot. Cause he needs to, but he's not like, Oh, I'm gonna guard the best player, I'm mm-hmm. lock this guy down, you know. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't do that, but his health defense has been incredibly good. He
0: led in the league in steals, I think, or, or I think he led in uh, I don't know if it was steals or if he led in, I know in the playoffs, there was one, he either led or he was like third in like loose ball recoveries, mm-hmm. so like he's he's playing a lot more, and I, I think it kind of has to do with you know playing with Russ, Russ brings more energy. So, like, you know, if he doesn't have it in the offensive end, Russ can kind of compensate. Even if he's not scoring, Russ can still drive in and throw out. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Hit shooters, kind of what fucking Harden basically does. But, yeah. So, we're going to be looking at now the Celtics.
1: You just saw how
0: wide open they left OJ and Anobi. I know. It's a- how, 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 how open did they leave them? Was
1: it us and 2K? Um, how we leave people
0: open sometimes? So, basically, they're like 7-11 because it was open 24-7. Like, you know, he just took that shot. Um, Jalen Brown extended the clothes really good. He, he did. But he was wide open. He did. But, it, you know, when you're playing in the playoffs and you got to realize these are all professionals, they all get paid. And if you leave one guy open, like, look, just like Luke Dor- Lou Dork was fucking open, he started hitting shots. Like, you, you can't let up even if you don't think they're going to make it. Because then you're just giving someone a higher percentage and higher opportunity for that to go in. Celtics really should be up 3-0. Um, but they're up two to one. I still think the Celtics are gonna take it. They got momentum. I don't see the Raptors winning in uh, winning and taking it. Mm-mm, I don't see it either. The Celtics are way better.
1: Yeah, I didn't really have team to- honestly. I I I I had them coming out of this easy, easy, like not this easy, but in six. And I think it's still going to be six or five because they look like the better team. The Raptors played a little bit better today, but they're they. they I guess yeah. I mean, they are missing Kawhi, the, the defender, you know. But
0: but the but, Celtics
1: have too many offensive weapons, dude. Kemba's is playing amazing. Tatum's gonna do him. Jalen Brown's gonna do him, dude. It's like Marcus Smart's gonna bring that intensity. It's it's hard, and they don't even have Gordon Hayward right now.
0: And and that and that's what you know. With uh, the Celtics, they're they're not particularly tall. No, but they're and, lengthy. But they're lengthy. They're, they're all athletic wings for the most part. You have your shortest players, I think, Kemba. And then I think Wanamaker. But, uh, you know, fucking Raptors, they're two guards. You got Van Fleet and Lowry, who are both six feet. Yeah. They're, they're both six feet. They're short. They're a short backcourt. So even if the Celtics have a disadvantage at center, they have a really. They have a really good advantage, like, everywhere else. Besides, like, I think... Um, I mean, I want to say, like, Tatum and Pascal are about, like, the same size. But I think Pascal's bigger, no? He's, I think he's taller. Mm-hmm. I think he's taller, but I think... I want to say um, Jason's probably about the same, if not, like, a little more strength to him. But he's, he's just got way more fluidity with the game. Like, he has a nice handle. Like, it's just smooth. He doesn't... It's not particularly quick. Nothing... It's just really smooth. He knows how to get to his spots, and I just like his game a lot more than Pasco. I think he's gonna carry him. Um, Campbell fucking already hit that stupid like throwback shot from like fucking UConn. Uh, I think it was game two. I don't know. They look demoralized even when they took the game today. I don't. I don't know. I, I. I mean,
1: the Raptors have the momentum right now. They have the momentum, but because I just, they just won that game off that buzzer beater. They played terrible defense down the stretch, the Raptors. I think they gave up, like, a, at one point, it was a 8-0 run, like, with the last minute to go. And I was just like, well, what are you guys doing? Do you guys not want this? But then the Celtics missed a couple shots at the end, too. They took some bad shots, ISO shots. And, um, I don't know. Celtics should win this. I mean, they're the better team. They're the better team on paper. Uh, no, no knock on the, on the Raptors. They played great all year. They're the higher seed. But... It's 2-1 Celtics, and I mean, I think it could end in five, if not
0: six. Okay, so best two players on, on the Celtics, Tatum and <laughs> Kemba, right? Best two players on the Celtics, Kemba and J- Tatum? Yeah. Uh, okay, their top three, him, Tatum, uh, Kemba, Tatum, and Brown. Yeah. Okay, top three on... on I'd and, put and, Brown and, over and Kemba, honestly. In Toronto, you have probably Pascal... Lowry. In, in the backcourt in the in the backcourt, backcourt Lowry and uh, uh, Van Fleek. so I mean j- just based off of that I'm not even looking in, into deeper in their roster because they both kind of have like a kind of deep roster I mean Celtics have a better team just flat out yeah they do they do Um well, let's
1: go on the surprise of the East series because I mean I picked the Heat to win but I ain't seeing taking two games right away oof. Man,
0: I I did not I know I didn't see that coming.
1: I know my boy Jimmy for game one Ballin, He's like, he had that Kobe in him. He's like, I ain't passing. I got this. He told
0: his team, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jimmy though, if you, if the Clippers would have traded for Jimmy instead of Paul George, same outcome, same thing as, as same um, outcome as they are right now, or worse. Who better? Who if so? If the Clippers would have traded for Jimmy Jimmy Butler instead of Paul George, where do you see them higher seed about the s- same where they are? I see him higher seed because Jimmy was healthy all year, pretty much, right?
1: Uh huh. Yeah, I just just because just because of that, I think just Jim, based off of that. That's, just that's, based that's, off of that, and Jimmy, I, f- I don't know, like
0: I feel like Jimmy's I, got that dog in him though. He like does he, he, more
1: he, than Paul George, yes, but like he, he, they're both like pretty much the same player, but jimmy i feel like he's been more consistent with it
0: i feel jimmy just he, he knows how to he get he wants the it team. more he <laughs>
1: wants it more yeah and he's a great people can say he's a bad teammate but he's a great teammate too because he'll call you on your shit and let you know and he'll ride you but if he rides you he rides himself just as hard
0: yeah and like and he's shown like if he's fucking he's down with you he's gonna go down with you like he fucking took out laurie in that uh in that bubble game, yeah. <laughs> fucking just hip checked the shit of him, dude. I, saw, I thought I was. I saw fucking uh, bone was that uh, that guy from Spurs who freaking hip checked freaking uh, uh, Steve Nash like about like a, a, ten years ago or so. Uh, 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 something Bowman. Uh, I can't remember the
1: name. Thought it was Dennis Rodman. No, no, no not no. Dennis
0: Rodman. Um, oh, man. something R. I think though. But no, it was to be dude. He he was, he, he was literally just like a three and D player. He was freaking. Ru- he was like a. I think he worked for ESPN. Oh, really? Bruce Bowen Maybe I think it was Bruce Bowen Bowman. Maybe Maybe
1: But um, And It's like It goes to show Jimmy balled the first game Right uh-huh. He literally told his teammates Sorry I'm gonna be I'm, I'm in my zone I'm gonna shoot uh-huh. Game 2 Jimmy Doesn't Go off for 40 He goes for 13 And You know what was crazy about that What He Still had the, the intensity even though it wasn't scoring he still pl- rode that team like pushed that team elevated that team with his like will his like his drive he he was like passing the ball he was bringing his team yeah, up because yeah. his team his team balled
0: yeah he did and um, he wasn't
1: mad about not scoring
0: so do you think he did. Do you think that was by design him not scoring as much or do you think he you know it was that the defense was way more on him with Wesley Matthews what, what do you think changed that second game compared to the first one where he just went off Like do you think he let off the gas he was he was probably too tired or you know what do you think was going on Um obviously I think the the Bucks adjusted to Jimmy a little more but
1: at what I mean At what cost? The other players started balling too, you know? Mm -hmm. And Giannis has not had a good series.
0: The thing is, he really had, like... They
1: literally are doing what
0: you have to do to stop Giannis. And and that was what I was saying. You build a wall
1: of three players to help, and then Giannis will spin into somebody, get called for an offensive foul, or he'll spin out and throw it out. Like, it's... I I feel like they found... found Last year, they found his flaw. The Raptors found Giannis's flaw. And I feel like... They studied the, the, on it a little perfected
0: bit. It. Yeah, because I, I mean, this season, even the regular season, people were saying, they like, yeah, like best. is Giannis like
1: because Giannis doesn't have a great mid range, no good, not a great three, no,
0: nope. uh, below average from the free throw, right? He's about, I think, like 60 some percent, I think, yeah. fifty, sixty. 50, 60. Like, I don't know. He
1: had um, free throws at the end of the game, a little uh, towards the end of the game, he breaked them. Um, I don't know. It's like, I feel like they are kind of figuring out how to stop Giannis because if you can stop Giannis, you can stop the Bucks.
0: I think with Giannis though, it's kind of, um, it, it just, it's kind of like that he, he's a good player, but a lot of his, a lot of his glamor is more of his physical attributes. You know, he's, a, he's fucking basically seven feet. He's lengthy as hell. When he, when he drives downhill and he goes in for a dunk, nobody can even like, Swat the ball away Because he's just so Freaking lengthy That it's just high up No one could hit it So in reality It's like you know, how, you know How good is Giannis If your biggest advantage Is your height uh, so much power. your skill And his power He got a lot of power And he has skill He has
1: that good footwork He, he, can, he, he does. can get in
0: But what I want to see From Giannis though Is I want to see him Work on I don't know A go-to move Yeah A signature move like, I mean
1: we know his go-to move Head down and drive
0: Like any way he can well yeah but so but but fucking, so, so was Julius Randle that's fucking, that's not working out for him that well yeah I
1: mean you're right Um, back to what you were saying about Nash it was mm-hmm. Robert Ho- Horry Oh, oh checked oh, him it was Horry
0: yeah what that was Bowman I just saw the I
1: mean I just looked it up and I'm wrong I don't watch that right I mean now. I know I Bowman so. was probably
0: like a freaking he, he was like a dirty player well uh, I don't know I kind of have some respect for tough defense I don't know if I'll call him a dirty player Right here, he's gonna hit him. You have Nash running up, bam! Right there, boom! Into the score table. Mm-hmm. Huh, fucking horrid. You know it's what? okay, Nash. You're, you're a head
1: coach now. Congratulations.
0: Congrats, Steve Nash. Oh, we're gonna do a little round of applause for him. There you go, Nash. Good job.
1: Make Kyrie better, cause Kyrie's been dudly the last couple of years.
0: Make him actually want to play with the team. Um, but go back to the, back to the series of, of, of the Heat and Bucks. I think... So, I think Jimmy did this by design, though. What? To help his young guys out? To help the team. I think game one, he scored to set the tone. I think he did... I
1: th- didn't I tell you he was in... I told you he was in... In yeah. he, need, he was going to get a big yeah. night
0: sooner or later because...
1: Jimmy hasn't wanted to score. Mm-hmm. He kind of showed his team right there, like, Hey, if you need this for me, I can do it, too. Like,
0: he yeah. have been
1: quietly averaging, like, team
0: points. I mean, because the thing is... Jimmy, Jimmy left uh, Philadelphia 76ers and everyone gave him a lot of backlash because he left and it was like, why are you leaving such a great situation, this and that, you're going to to Miami without a star, you're going to be the main guy with all these young guys in Spolstra.
1: It was a better decision, ultimately. I
0: mean, he already made it farther than the Sixers. <laughs> okay, and he did it by design, I don't know, if uh, I don't, can't read his mind. My guess is he might have done it by design because he showed off that 40-point game. He went off, and then he wasn't forcing the action in game two. He was he was allowing his guys to get involved. He was allowing them to make shots and stuff. And I think this wasn't this was uh, all to increase their confidence because okay, let's say Jimmy went off for 30 points and they lose the game by two. And then it almost becomes that situation with Utah where it's like, oh shit, it's, it's all on one guy. It's on one guy. But, you know, he's not forcing it. He's allowing other guys to take the shot. Tyler Hero, he's a freaking rookie. He wasn't afraid. He was taking big shots in the fourth quarter. Like, shots that was like, if shit, if I was in there as a fucking rookie, like, I mean, this is me speaking. and not, not actually playing basketball. I'd be like, no, no, no! You don't fucking even think about it. You just pass the ball to the open man in the corner or something like.
1: But Hero has shown that he wants no, it. No, that's, that's what I'm, that's, that's, what I'm amazing, saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what
0: I'm saying, though, is that he's not afraid, and I feel like you know. By and that's him,
1: what Jimmy likes. Jimmy checked
0: him. Jimmy told mm-hmm. him like in the beginning of the season. Yeah. You gonna take these shots? And, and that's why Are I you think. You about it? And that's why I think you know Jimmy with him because he spent he spent a lot of time in the bench during the, that fourth third to fourth mm-hmm. quarter. He was resting a lot. Yeah, he didn't play that much. The announcer were like, "Why is Jimmy not in yet? Is he okay? Cr- like, Crowder what's going was, on?" Crowder was playing really good. He was playing great. Freaking great defense. Uh, Derrick Jones Jr. was playing freaking phenomenal defense on Giannis, not allowing him to get to his spots. So like you know, I feel like the team felt like this is what a team is and this is I feel the heat is a better version of the Thunder yeah they're basically almost like they're they're a cast of good players with a couple stars but that's you know but and you have a good coach in Spolstra so Mm -hmm. they're, they're basically that's what that's what they are and they play as a unit and like everyone's not afraid to take a shot rocket is playing fucking amazing. He started... He's been starting every playoff game,
1: and he didn't do that all season. Nope. And he's about... Like, he he was ready. He
0: stayed ready. And look, at, it's paying off significantly for him. How about that call on him in the end? That, that three... The, I feel like the refs are, they, they got I, really sloppy in the end. What do you think I, about that? Let's
1: say... Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I can see both ways why it was a foul. And, I mean, like, why it was a foul and why it wasn't. I'd say he was vertically didn't he didn't he was straight up it shouldn't have been a foul the way I saw it, in the, like live But when I saw the replay at a certain angle he did he was in the players landing position but that's also because um the little tin jumped in. into his yeah. shot but the rule is you can't be where they're landing so, so you agree it was a foul <laughs> I don't agree that it should be a foul because you're it's like when you kick out or you like go into contact. I hate those plays. I hate yeah. those fouls, and that's what it kind of was, and it didn't affect the shot.
0: Mm-mm. And that's and that's why that's why and, I, and I had, now It
1: was clutch for Middleton to hit those three free throws, but then, or what, my bad. What do you think about it?
0: I I mean I I didn't like the call at all. I'm I'm be upfront with it. I didn't like it because it was, you know, it's the playoffs, and they're gonna be more physical. So like, let them fucking play. Like if. You know, a lot of these players are looking for the foul. They're looking to jump in. So like, when you have these players that are landing wrong and like twisting their ankles and stuff, given some of them are actually shooting their form, how they shoot, but then some of them are just looking to just get the foul. And Drogic didn't. I mean, he he might have leaned in a little bit, but it almost gets to the point where it's like, shit. Well, how are you gonna defend the shot? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna stay like two feet away from them, still give him an open shot, but just kind of just be like, hey, I'm hi, I'm right here. No, yeah. but And then what I was afraid of was exactly how the game ended. I was afraid that that was such a stupid call and they were going to call another stupid call to to just kind of even it out. That's exactly what happened. Jimmy got built. I mean, Wes Matthews... That shot was not going to go in. It wasn't. But Wes Matthews did actually hand check him while he was dribbling in, Mm -hmm. which wasn't called. Okay, fine. Let him play. But if you're going to let people play... You should also let Chris Middleton not get that call over. It should yeah, be straight up. The
1: foul that Giannis got called on. I mean, I feel like when you get fouled after you release that shot, if it's not like a I knocked you down like hard shot, you know, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a foul.
0: No, yeah, I I, I, I agree with it. But we you know how they're with how the letter of the law is. when It's like while they're in the air, you can't get into the shooting space then it's like, you know, straight across the board. But, like I said, if they wouldn't have, like, Chris Middleton get that foul, then then I would have liked for that Jimmy one not to have been called. Because if you're going to let these guys play physical, then just let them play physical. Don't call a freaking ticky-tacky call right here and then freaking let it fucking play when there's, like, a big-ass freaking, like, collision. And, you know, like, even like the Utah game that I brought up earlier, Rudy Gobert got hit in the face. When it's something, like, okay, if someone's, like, physically getting hit in the face, like, that swatted, call a freaking foul. But if it's just, like, a little bump, then, okay, then don't call it and let everyone play through it unless it gets too physical. But, I don't know. I think the refs, they they got a little bit too involved in, that, in the end of that game. But, he, the heat's up 2-0, and, fuck, I think I'm going have to eat my words on that one. I picked the Bucks to win, but... I'm gonna stick with the Bucks, but oh man, the Heat are nice though. I gotta say the Heat are looking really nice, and I and I think they can actually probably. This is what I thought the Heat would do against the Bucks. I feel like the Heat. I wouldn't be surprised if they make the finals. I don't. I don't think they will. I don't know. I don't. If they, I, the, if they beat
1: the if they beat the Bucks, it's gonna be a hell of a series against the Celtics.
0: I, th- I love that series. I, I want it. That'll That's be the scrappy. series I want. I think they match a... I think toe to toe for toe, that's a better matchup than if it was the Bucks against the Celtics or the Bucks against the Raptors or the Celtics against the Bucks. I think like man to man, you have um, you have Drogic on on Kemba. You got Jimmy and Crowder on Jalen and, and Tatum or Marcus Smart, and you have Bam and there other guy they have... Was it Olenek as the other guy?
1: Uh Duncan Robinson.
0: Duncan. Oh, fuck.
1: Another three-point sniper.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. But you see what I mean, though. They, like, personnel, both teams, like, they, they basically match up identical, except that, I mean, I would have to give Jalen Brown more athletic... I mean, he's way more athletic than, than Duncan Robinson, but Duncan Robinson could stroke it like freaking mini clay. hmm Yeah, well... We're just gonna have to wait and see. And right now, we're currently, um, we're, we currently have the game on for Denver and yeah, the Clippers. I think
1: the Clippers are up like 25.
0: They're up by 25? I mean, honestly, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Clippers
1: push him to 6 at least Come on I mean um, Denver push him to 6 at least come
0: they're, on. Tired. They're, they're tired They're tired yeah, They're gonna They're gonna just They're gonna lose this game It's can gonna be
1: CP, fine Can uh, PG-13 go on like A three game um, Vacation again And score like Three points a game
0: Oh he probably can
1: I mean Just I mean I want him to be a little tired Against I mean Play as many games As we play against the Rockets And I'll be chilling You know
0: Honestly g- g- Game 1 I'm not, I'm not gonna look into it too much because, you know, they had to get seven-game series. They're going to be tired. And next game, if they come out flat and they continue to look like this, then I'm going to be like, okay, then, yeah, series is over. But uh, I'm not going to look into this first game. I expect them to lose against, against them in game one. Sick-ass fool. Sick. But, you know, kind of just like I expect you know Lakers to beat Houston in game one. Fatigue is going to be a big factor. And that's why I think. Yeah, they that's, just
1: played the game seven too, huh?
0: Yeah, that's why, you know, with LeBron and, and Kawhi, you know, they they led their team finishing in in six games. So they just earned extra rest. And the last time Lakers played, what, Saturday? Saturday. Almost so a they, week. Yeah, they almost have a complete week of rest. But Lakers tomorrow. And we will bring some more of that heat next oh, time. Yeah. Oof.
1: Oh, and before we go, I want to let you guys know, um, me and Christian are about a no life in uh, 2K21, and yeah. we'll tell you how bad the game is next episode, because we're excited, but we know the game is shit sometimes. Yeah,
0: same shit every year, but we just can't get enough of it, and we're just going to try to figure out our build, and then in six months realize that we're we did it stupid, all wrong. and then have a deja, or have a eureka moment, I mean, right when 2K22 is going to come out.
1: I'm trying small forward this time, and we'll see how it goes.
0: But anyways, thanks for for listening. Follow us on on the Twitter if you ain't doing that yet. At The Fanatics.
1: Until next time.
0: Peace. Peace.